What's going on, guys? Welcome into episode 92. First of all, thank you guys so much for being uh, flexible with us and joining in on the off time. That's that's 100% on me. I know everyone is surprised that I jacked up the timing of the show. I'm that's Everyone's floored and can't believe it. But yeah, it's my fault. And a special thank you also to Buff for being flexible. What's up, man? How are you doing? I'm doing good, dude. Good to be here. I am, uh, by the way, joined by our resident weapons expert, DMZ aficionado, Call of Duty man himself, Buffner Gaming. How's uh, how's it been going? We'll get into it later, but how, how are we, like, initial thoughts on the beta right now? Rimmed up three. Um, I really, I like it. Um, I, like, I definitely have some criticism with some things, but I think overall, you know, looking at it, I think it'll be a good game, especially in the long run, if you're looking at, like, Warzone and other modes, so... Um, yeah, I think they iron out some things specifically from the beta. I think it'll be a pretty good multiplayer experience. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm going to get absolutely crucified in the comments after we talk about uh, my opinions on it and stuff. I look forward to reading them, guys. Um, we're definitely going to get into that on the show. Uh, we're going to start off by talking about the Battlefield player numbers and what that means for the franchise. Really surprising and uh, pretty pretty standard i talked a bunch of shit about it last week and then now they're doing really well so that's how my life goes generally um <laughs> we're going to talk a little bit about i didn't get a chance to watch buff's video about dmz leaks yet so i just kind of wanted to talk about those with him on there and what's going to happen with that mode moving forward the vast majority of today's episode will likely be um our reaction to the beta there was more additional content this weekend the open beta i was able to play it i got quite a bit of time in uh playing search and destroy which is my favorite mode and then we'll end the show talking a little bit about the Activision Microsoft deal and what all that means. So we have a lot of stuff going on um, and a lot to talk about. I did, though, like usually before we start getting into the topics, though, we got to talk about what we've been playing and stuff like that. And I'm not going to lie. I uh, I got a little bit uh, back to the, the beta. Oh, this will be a little bit of a forewarning. The beta kind of pushed me back to play Rainbow Six last night on stream. And I'm not going to uh, lie. I didn't take any shit from anybody. Came back. I played well. We went uh, in our ranked matches. We went six and one. Our only loss was like uh, a sketchy player um, that may or may not have been cheating. So I, uh, I feel uh, pretty good about that. Um, Rainbow Six uh, felt good. Man, I, <clears throat> yeah, I was feeling good last night. It's something about <clears throat> like the weather's cooling off outside and it's like fall and then you go into rainbow six and the doctor's curse and the halloween event it's like my favorite time of year is fall it's starting to be hunting season thinking about bow hunting like <clears throat> it's just my favorite time of the year and it's it was like really cold and dreary and windy outside it's like the perfect cozy evening to sit in and play video games with your friends and just settle in for some rainbow six and like I, I was in my element last night like i something about this time of year cooling off we got new shooters coming the Halloween events going on, like this is just my favorite time of year. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Falls, 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 good for sure. Except it gets a little bit too dreary in my neck of the woods, but it is what it is. I'm used to it by now. But yeah, definitely. Um, I've just been rocking the beta for the most part. I did jump back and play some DMZ on and off a little bit last night, just because I was having that that itch. Um, but yeah, pretty much just all COD focused is typically all, all it usually is. Yeah, that makes sense. Being that's what your channel's about, you're probably probably, probably hitting that pretty hard. Yeah. <clears throat> What's there's gonna be uh like that that lull, right? Like after the beta's over, 
nobody's gonna want to play modern warfare 2 <laughs> like it's... yeah well the thing is like you do have the halloween event so there's gonna be nighttime maps and nighttime dmz i think will be really good but yeah um the only reason i'll play it is to try and get to that shadow company skin but other than that it's just i i, I think the night mode will be pretty cool but yeah i mean it's it's tough because i've done just like there's like really nothing else else to do <laughs> No, yeah. I, mean. I feel I feel like especially for the Warzone community, people have not been favorable on like the current state of Warzone. So and they have to wait uh, until like yeah. December for the new stuff for for the integration with the new Warzone stuff. Yeah. So it's gonna really be rough. Ugh, gonna be real rough. It's gonna be really <laughs> rough. Um. Yeah. So I guess the first thing we'll talk about um is the battlefield player numbers. Uh. Very surprising. We have to start off. Uh, with the caveat, the reason they are like this is because it's a free-to-play weekend. And again, these are Steam numbers. Uh, it is a free-to-play weekend. And also, it's like 80-some percent off, whatever that comes out to. It's basically $9.99 US dollars um, in the oh. US. So it's really, really cheap. And I know they had it for free for PlayStation players for a while. I don't know if that's still the case. I'm not, I'm not super tuned in with uh, the PlayStation stuff, but it was free for, for PS Plus members. Um, so... Huge discount, free weekend, and they ended up breaking their all-time peak player numbers over on Steam. And then with with looking at the Steam numbers, then comes all the caveats with that, right? Like, this is just Steam. This is just uh, doesn't include the EA app on PC, and it doesn't include consoles. But that's a really, really big number, especially, uh, I was surprised, with the open Modern Warfare 3 beta going on, having that for free to, to be able to pull these kind of numbers was pretty crazy to me. Uh, it surprised me. What about you? Yeah, definitely surprising. Uh, it's even more surprising here that there was a, a free PlayStation Plus uh, version of the game when I was the idiot that paid a hundred for the like big edition yeah. that launched. But you know, unfortunate. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it, I'm definitely. I mean, it, it's good to see the numbers that high. Um, so that's like I. Uh, no matter how how much I think we criticize Battlefield over here, we still like we want it to be the game it used to be and can be, and was supposed to be. So. You know, it's good to see those numbers. Hopefully, um, hopefully it's not doesn't go to like the company's head and like, oh, okay, like we just need to do more of what we did with this game. You know, hopefully, hopefully it's like, okay, cool, we hit this milestone, free to play, all this and that, discounts. But you know, they they still need to get away from whatever they did with this title because regardless, it pushed everyone. Especially seeing that you said it was like nine ninety nine for with a discount, which is just unheard of because like years after battlefield 3 came out like that was still a full price game for a long time if you tried to like get it at gamestop you know so it's wild they did i remember they did that with battlefield 5 too battlefield 5 had really bad numbers and it was it was basically they were giving it away within a month with discounts yeah i think essentially that's what they do like just depending on how the game is is going if they yeah. if they kind of pull this or not to bring to bring yeah. people back but at the end of the day, it is what it is. There are a lot of people checking out Battlefield, and I think they're going to find a game that's really not that bad to play. Um, I actually played. Yeah. I played. Uh, I played the new map over the weekend. Uh, shout out USA mm -hmm. Specialist. Played with him a little bit. Uh, Battlefield content creator, friend of the program. Um, and it was pretty fun. The new map is what I've been asking for for a long time. I thought they were going to put. Nice. I thought they were going to put like uh, Metro or Locker in Portal. 
um but mm -hmm. this is just a lot like operation locker with with the two central areas the flank routes yeah that's uh, it's what all the map overview looked like it's all infantry um the specialists make it not as fun um because people are spamming that kind of stuff um it, it's it's kind of annoying like like span spamming all the abilities and the explosives and all that stuff kind of make it not as fun like what it could be um mm -hmm. but it's pretty cool i it's probably and i, I haven't got a bunch of playtime on it Probably my favorite map that they've done so far, just as an infantry player, not having to worry about tanks, just focusing on fighting. And also, um, it's got a really cool vibe to it. It's it's one of the first maps that's actually had like a, like a personality to it, like a feeling to it, like a, I, I don't know what the right word is, but it, it's, it's just got a cool vibe uh, to it with like the setting, like the, the, the vegetation areas and like the, the artificial dome. And then the underground tunnels with the pipes and stuff are really cool. And then it's got like, they actually finished it out. Like the art team was able to actually finish it under, uh, you know, n not like the launch maps that, you know, how you go into a room right. and they're just like boxed out bland yeah, and empty. nothing. So it, it was cool because it, it's just the art team felt like they had enough time to finish the map. <laughs> and you could tell like it had really cool stuff that goes along with a little bit of the lore with like, you know the human experimentation like the bloody gurneys and the weird lab areas and stuff That's like it was just good. it was just cool so well done to to the map team uh finally for getting a good one <laughs> I, <laughs> I think um but what's going to be the most interesting to me um about this whole entire situation is seeing how many players stick right that's going to be that's yeah, going to exactly. be exactly that's going to be the telltale sign of whether it's there or not but I think um, at the end of the day, it's cool to see this many people back to playing Battlefield because, like you said, we're super fans of the franchise. And we, we've said it on this show. We criticize the game a lot. We're really hard on it. And not because we like to be dickheads, but because we want to see it do well. And FPS gaming as a whole, we've said this time and time again, FPS gaming as a whole is better when there's a good Battlefield to hang out on and have fun. Definitely, dude. Definitely. So, like, the, especially the amount of times, <clears throat> like, uh, my my playtime on Battlefield Three was disgusting, and Battlefield Four is literally the only game I played on PS Four up until I think uh, Black Ops Four's Blackout. I played a little bit, and then I still went back to Battlefield Four. And then, like, really, when I actually started main another game is when Modern Warfare Nineteen was coming out. So, yeah, it's like I, I love Battlefield. So, yeah, I think it's gonna be really interesting to see what the numbers look like within the next week or two. But uh, to your point, I know Justin and Chad also was really telling me he was liking the map too. And it does look really good. And I think, you know, it, it, part of me really wants to go back in and uh, see how the game feels, which I might do at some point, because it does look good, especially the trailers. Like they do a great job with the trailers. The trailers are insane, yeah. I think I was watching, I don't know whose gameplay I was watching, but yeah, the map, I mean, the map looks awesome. So, it, and the weapons they're adding, they're doing a really good job. So, um. You know, we'll have to see what they end up doing with us, with the with not only the remainder of this game's life cycle, but also going into the next battlefield, which I'm sure we'll be hearing about probably, you know, within the next seven or eight months or so. Yep. And yeah, I guess the thing from from this entire situation that I'm most hopeful for is one that this keeps them supporting this battlefield until the next one. Like, yeah, like this. Yeah, this amount of support that people have shown gets them to be like, okay, well, we can keep supporting this uh, mm -hmm. until the next one and not have just a complete and utter like 
drought of nothing for a long time like happened when they killed Battlefield 5. Yeah, I think they should definitely... Like you you said, maybe add some things to the portal here and there, whether it's maps or m keep adding more portal weapons and vehicles, things like that would be cool. Anything they can keep doing, I think would be nice. Um, yeah, just to so we get the new game down the road. Just to keep some some fresh content into it, even though I'm still of the camp that there's still not enough content, playable content in this game. Um, yeah, I have a video coming out about it, like after this podcast is over, talking about it. But I essentially said maps are the content for this game it's mm -hmm. battlefield and they are the battlefield so like that's what keeps people playing is having different places to to learn and play on and you know having one map for four months isn't going to hold people but from this whole thing i hope that this shows ea that there is enough of a battlefield fan base that still are interested in this franchise to keep supporting this one until the next one and most importantly i hope they learn to get the game here before you launch it to get it yeah. so, so we can start from this point and then build from there rather than have to get another ea earnings call where andrew wilson is like well we're gonna have to it didn't go exactly how we planned on launch and uh dice does a really good job at fixing things and bringing like wait, we don't need that again we don't we don't need to hear that oh we, well yeah. we got to start fixing it and get it back to where it should have been at launch like yeah we just can't, just can't like do that, that again. It's been like that forever, too, you know? I remember, so for me, I'm on PlayStation, you know, Battlefield 3, I never had problems with on PlayStation. Battlefield 4, you know, notorious for problems, and that's something I definitely noticed on PS4. Um, and they've just kind of repeated that ever since. It's always just been issues. But yeah, they need to really, you know, what are we, it's almost two years since launch at this point, right? And Really close to, next month will be two years, yeah. Man, that is wild. Um, that's crazy to think. But yeah, they, they, um, Exactly. The, the game needs to be in a, in a state like this when it launches. Imagine if the game came out in this state with all of these maps and content that there is in the game right now. Then you have a solid uh, base to build from, I feel like. So yeah, definitely two years to get to a point where you're getting player numbers and there's, there's good content, good maps, things like that. It's, it's just crazy. So you know, hopefully that's exactly, they definitely need to, they need to just release a, a good game next time that's finished on yeah. release and not have, not have the bugs, all this. And I mean, the bugs and things like that, server issues is what it is. You're always going to have that, I feel like, but content wise, game wise, like, yeah, it needs to be in a, it needs to be in a much better state. What we're seeing here is what is what they need to be released. Yeah. Like, Super best case, like dream scenario, would be this game with this amount of content, no mm -hmm. specialist, and a server browser, and that's how it launched. And run a server. I, w I would, yeah, and yeah. run a server to that because, like, that's the replay value right there in my mind. That's how you get. That's how you get clan games, things like that. Um, and and customize your servers for different different maps. Uh, your your own playlist, ticket counts, things like that. And that's that's what gives you the the replay value. That's that, I think that's one of the main reasons I played. Battlefield 3 and 4 so long. It's like you can only play the core game so long before, you know, the run of servers just mix it up. You can play these huge hour, two hour long games with these massive tickets if you want on good maps where you're just having a blast for two hours. You know what I mean? That's what we used to do in Battlefield 3 and 4. So 
I think that's a big part of the game that they're definitely overlooking. Um, and that's it's weird we haven't seen that since. I don't think we've seen Rena Service since four. I don't believe. Um, and again, that's replay value right there. That's the, that's your your clan games, all of that. You know, that's that's where we would do all that back in the day. So I think that's another really a core battlefield uh, feature that they need to bring in at launch also. And and I would argue that that people's in, in the community's attention span is even shorter than it was back then. So like having yeah. having a lot of playable content is 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 vital right. to keeping the game going. Yeah. And and I don't want it all to say because I was really critical on the game last week talking about like the map count and one map for like a four month season is just bullshit. It is. And <laughs> I now I'm saying like favorable things about the game, but I'm just I I want to try to paint a picture of my position the game should have launched like this perfect world mm -hmm. no specialist server browser rent a server like having that and it launches yeah. right now and then if we had two maybe even three maps at the start of a season and then like a season reloaded a couple months later with one more map like to trickle yeah. it a little bit but have more content and have about the same amount of content we used to we would be chilling like we would be in a really really good spot with battlefield if we launched with this yeah. many maps and then had close to what we used to have maybe it's not doable to have four maps anymore i can't imagine why with all the new tools and everything that's available i'm not a dev i guess i'm not supposed to comment on that but i don't understand why we can't have the same amount of maps we used to all that to say we also need to keep this in context we're really excited that they could be potentially uh supporting this until the next game with you know twitch prime uh leaked a bunch of stuff prime gaming about how there could be like season seven eight and nine for this yeah. game yep. let's not praise them too much because if you think about it they're taking what we would have gotten a DLC, spreading those maps out over four months, one map every four months. If that's the case, yeah. we'd still be playing Battlefield 1. Like, because they right. had like 30-some maps, and if you take those out and only release... So you used to have four maps in a season. If you took those out and release one map every four months in Battlefield 1, one season would last like over a year. So yeah. let, let's take a step back like we're moving in the right direction i really hope dice and ea learn from this and what they need to do with the next game because i've kind of moved on mentally to what are they going to do next yeah but we also have to keep in context just how abysmally low the content is for this game i don't know if that'll yeah. make sense no i i mean i completely agree and to your point with the maps like i think bare minimum that they should be doing especially with the with the way they um you know touted about the portal and everything i think bare minimum we should be getting two good maps per season and then you know like you said for a mid-season like do two remastered maps if if it's you have the portal why not bring in two remastered maps not just for portable for the main the main uh uh cycle of, of like the, the rotation and the main the core game just because i mean you have so many maps to pick from and i think a lot of the maps people love going back to play those old you know, they would bring back remastered maps into Battlefield 3, into Battlefield 4 for DLCs like that. Like, people love those maps. There's some there's some iconic Battlefield maps. So, the fact that they really haven't brought any of those back and they're just focused on the one map per season. Um, again, we don't know what the, the, how many developers are supporting the game, but, you know, they did all that with the portal and it seemed like they were going to support the portal. So, with, with such, you know, going have to, have to go back and rework the maps and in a low one map per season of the new maps, it would have been nice to see maybe remastering a map or two per season. However, uh, I'll say it's like, again, with the player accounts or where the game was, did it make sense or does it make sense to support it that much? You know, that's what we talked about early on. 
like last year that the rumors it was operating on a skeleton crew. I don't think that's true given what we were seeing with some of this, but it could be. I mean, clearly you don't have all hands on deck at this point. I think a lot of folks have moved on to the next game to develop that, but um, that just goes to probably that it wasn't worth the effort to remaster maps or bring in more maps where the game was, how it was received, player count, things like that. So now the player count's up, and there's rumors of maybe in a couple more seasons, I'm curious to see what they end up doing. If anything's going to change as far as content wise. Yep. I, I would doubt it. I feel like they took the post launch maps that they had planned and just said, you yeah, know what, if I we agree. do, if we do one at a time, we can support this game for a really long time, which. Yeah. It is what it is. I just hope, I hope it's better next time. And I hope, I hope from all this, they're learning where a game needs to be before it launches. Um, to, and it's frustrating. Just be I agree. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and it's frustrating too because the way the game was marketed and what we, the limited gameplay we saw, I know everyone was kind of concerned like we haven't seen much gameplay, we haven't seen much gameplay, but like the way they marketed it and the early gameplay that they did show, like so promising. And especially given where the state of Warzone was at the time, you know, they just had, they had a golden opportunity and I really wish they just delayed it, <laughs> pushed it back a year or something because. They just hurt their reputation, I think. And it's really, you know, I don't know, this would be a, a separate topic for another show, but like what would they have to do with the next Battlefield to bring back, you know, a lot of the core audience that used to, that was turned off by this title? Because there's definitely things yeah. I'm looking for for the next game too. But Yeah, and I mean, you can even, <clears throat> with the early gameplays of, you can even tinfoil hat that shit and be like, mm -hmm. they knew it was broken and they knew what players actually wanted. And they showed yeah. us the right snippets to get everybody excited. Definitely. Of course they did. Yeah, you're not 100% agree. Because what they showed looked awesome, right? And then we got hands on and we were like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, what, what is, yeah. Yeah. So it didn't so, make any sense. So, no, they did a good job of hiding it. They knew, they knew what was up. Yeah, definitely. Um, Unfortunate, but, I mean, you're not going to be like, hey, look at our crappy product that you shouldn't buy. You know, they're going to dress it up best they can so it's an old don't build really don't worry it. about it. it's an old build <laughs> yeah yeah i forgot so about all that talk yeah. between the beta and release they're like just a little more time in the oven guys no worries all that stuff is fixed you know yeah but what else are you gonna say so it's not you know it's not the developer's fault you know that's ea management dice management that's that's the developers have nothing to do with it it's they're they're doing they're doing what they're told to do on the projects and the sprints and all that stuff yep i agree but no, it's cool to see that many people playing Battlefield, and it, it's a really good it's a really good window for them because, like I was talking about uh, in the intro, it's like there's gonna be a a lull right yeah, here. Yeah, but exactly the, between the beta for COD and the next time uh, when it launches in November, there's like a month lull here. So, so Battlefield has a little window here to shine and try to impress people and bring people back. Oh, yeah. And especially with the trailer just replaying the back, I'm like, damn it. I might just, I might, I might try it. <laughs> I might try it. I'm fighting the urge, but I might. I'm probably going to do it. You, you got some downtime? Like, till, the, till Modern yeah, Warfare 3 I mean, releases? Might as, might as well. well. Right? Yeah. Might as well. Try, like, try the new map. Try the new map. It's, it's pretty good. It plays pretty good. They've made some good gameplay changes, too. That's good. Um, yeah. I'll give it, I'll probably, I'll definitely give it a go just because, I mean, the marketing team off notch with the trailers. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. The trailer team is fire. Just, just like I, I, I don't want to be super disappointed when I, if I do jump. I feel like I will. But as long as you know, we'll see. But yeah, no that that is 
That is true what Carrera is saying in chat. Like, everybody's excited on it, but we have... Battlefield 2042 has a has a mini COD cycle built into it every season. Like it launches and people like the new maps and it's so starved for content. People get a map and they're like, this is awesome. Like it's great. And then this has to last until like January. Yeah. Like and then it goes down and everything. And then it's just a it's like a mini COD cycle built into this game over the years. It's where people excited and then pissed and then excited, then pissed, and then yeah. yeah. So we'll see, but it's going to be interesting to 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 put a to put a bow on this conversation. It's going to be interesting to see how many people uh, hang around and for how long uh, with these with these player numbers. And I hope that Dice learns that they need to launch a finished game and they need to launch on with a lot of maps because maps are the battlefield. Yeah. All right, great, cool. We good. Next, yeah, I think we're good. All right, but- this one you got to fill me in on. Uh, what's going on with the DMZ leaks? Because yeah, uh, so this, I gotta know. Yeah, this was with a, I just did a quick video on this yesterday. So, <clears throat> so one of the data miners um, on Twitter, I linked him in the video. I don't know if he was the one that data mined it or just, just reposting it, but um, you know, it's on Twitter. I couldn't show it in the video, obviously, but there is the uh, he data mined the loading screen for Modern Warfare 3 into like you're loading in DMZ. So like DMZ and Modern Warfare 2, but it's in Modern Warfare 3. Um, so you have, you know, the it says DMZ in the bottom left, exclusion zone. You have your missions to select. Um, how many missions are selected? It's literally DMZ on Modern Warfare 3. So um, whether or not that's evidence that it will be coming, or maybe it's uh, looking at zombies. Zombies is definitely pretty much a copy and paste of DMZ, just with zombies in it, and they switch some things up. Like I, I usually like the analogy of like copying copying someone's homework and changing just just enough, right? So uh, could they have brought in? Is that just a placeholder image because they brought in a lot of DMZ stuff? But I. I I really think we're going to be seeing DMZ and Modern Warfare 3 sometime between March and June, most likely, just because <clears throat> Zombies is going to be behind a paywall for the game, right? you got to purchase a game to play Zombies, if, if I'm not mistaken. So Warzone's free. What's your other free mode, right? It's going to have to be DMZ. And if Warzone's wa- launching in Dece- December, Zombies doesn't have the PvP element to it, which I think is going to get a little bit boring. I mean, it, it'll it'll be fun for sure, but you know that PvP elements is just something i i itch for in, a, in a, an extraction shooter so i think they're going i i would i would bet that they're going to bring in dmz somebody sometime between march and june and again that's you know we're seeing the dmz loading screen into modern warfare 3 so especially if they're bringing back you know vondel resurgence uh on rebirth there's rumors most likely we're going to see verdansk back at some point so there's just so many opportunities especially bringing dmz in the you know, it, bringing it into the Modern Warfare 3, integrating it, get all the Modern Warfare 3 operators and weapons. So it's just, you know, the same thing they're doing with Warzone. So it's a huge opportunity, I think, especially with where DMZ is in, in a beta phase still. They have a lot of issues to still iron out with that mode. If it's going to be, a you know, an extraction shooter, I think they really need to ask themselves the question, is this an extraction shooter or is this just a smaller version of Warzone, right? So they need to do something with that. And I think... Once Modern Warfare 3 releases in Warzone, um, they already said they're going to continue to support DMZ in Modern Warfare 2, but again, it's still in beta, so they'll have 
six, seven months, something. Give it a few months, iron out some some things, and then I'm. I think we're going to see it just drop randomly into Modern Warfare Three. So that's kind of what that whole video was about. Again, the image is pretty clear. It's it's it is DMZ and Modern Warfare Three. So I don't think they would have that sort of screen in the files if there's not a plan to, if they're not messing around with it, right? So I think it's going to be there in the back end, and I don't think we're I don't think they're going to just drop it randomly in a couple months. Hmm. Man, I don't know. I don't know if he convinced me it's coming back. I worry I about it. I think we're going to see it. I worry it, about I mean, it. Think, there's a good there's a good audience for DMZ though. Like look at you know I'm I, that's all I play, but you know I'm not a big YouTuber at all. And you have people like Westy who just like Westy loves DMZ. A lot of these other guys yeah love DMZ. There's definitely a huge player base there. And I think if, if again if they just iron out some of the the issues with the game mode, it has a lot of potential. Especially the rumors of it being in development for three, four plus years. You know, at this point when it launched, it's, why would they give up on it so quickly? Yeah, it's a it's a really interesting debate. It's it, to me, if they don't bring it back, it's going to be kind of wild that they threw all that away because I, I know of a few other creators. Well, Geekzay, who's a Tarkov creator, who's uh, been on this show before, uh, he's found a lot of success and made really awesome content uh, in DMZ. Geekish, right? Pardon? Yeah, I, I watch Geekish. You said Geekzay. Yeah, it's Geekzay. He's Canadian. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wa I watch him on Twitch like almost daily playing DMZ when I'm just like working from home. I'll, I'll have him on running solos and stuff. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it's definitely, it's got its following. And I, I think there's a good amount of player numbers there. They just got to, are we an extraction shooter or are we mini Warzone? Which the thing, <laughs> the, yeah, the thing I worry about is they're bringing plunder back. And the other yeah. thing I worry about is I haven't seen like a big, um, focus on ai enemies like last year they focused on like having ai ai was in warzone um ai was on the big battles and stuff like that and i just and then that was what was used in dmz and it felt like it felt like warzone was kind of built around and catering to the dmz mechanics on the fundamental yeah. gameplays and they're uh -huh. getting rid of that stuff so i mean i just and they put put all that time into zombies bringing plunder back yeah i don't know yeah, but I mean, and Westy had a good video coming out of COD Max. He's like, you know, when we played it, I was like, oh, this is DMZ just with zombies. Everything is the exact same. You know, your your missions, your your phones, everything is literally DMZ just with zombies in there. So it's it really depends what they're going to do with it, because I, I think there definitely needs to be some changes as far as making it a more, as far as, you know, extraction shooter. Like, you look at Tarkov, Call of Duty's never going to, it shouldn't be Tarkov, all this and that. But I think, like, more of a limited HUD to get rid of UAVs, there's definitely some things to make it more of an extraction shooter. Like, when you get in gunfights in Tarkov, usually your heart is just like, goo -goo 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 -goo, you know, you're freaking out. So I we'll see what they do. I I don't know. I, I'm hopeful. I think it would be a, a big, it would be well-received if they just dropped it in, like, June randomly yeah prize dmz's back i can see it going both ways i can see it doing that or i can see zombies as the replacement for it like they took all the de de developmental time and things they learned from that beta and just made it into zombies and yeah but I, it's but that's behind a paywall right that's not going to be free to play and 
How Sounds long, pretty what, Activision to me. Yeah. <laughs> what is what's the uh, like? How much how much legs is that thing gonna have? You know, you're just killing zombies in an open world. It's definitely gonna be fun for a while, right? And the, I think that's what makes DMZ so unique is like you can have the PVE experience, and then there's the PvP. It just needs to be scaled down so we're not getting hunted from UAVs and, and crazy crap like that. So were they. I, I, or they just replaced the AI soldiers with zombies and called it a day. <laughs> well, they have um, in zombies like there is that enemy PMC faction. So you have you have zombies that you got to fight, and there's also oh that is true yeah enemy PMCs. Now. So it's like it really is. They're like okay, let's make DMZ, but we'll throw zombies in here <laughs> just with and no PVP. At least add PvP at some point. I think if they add PvP, then I'll be happy. <laughs> I can deal with zombies if it's PvP. Andy, yeah. obviously. It's going to be a really interesting situation to watch what they do with DMZ. That's why I was, why I was really wanting to hear what, what they had. That's super interesting. It is. We'll see. I, I'm curious, you know, when the game launches and things like that, what kind of data mines we'll get out of that. Because, like I said, it's just a one image for now, nothing else. But, you know, that's just... That's just beta stuff. So what what are we gonna see when the full game drops? Hopefully we'll get a little bit more. Yeah, because DMZ was a was a big, big focus. So it was, yeah. Okay. Well let's uh let's go on into probably the the meat of the episode here. The Modern Warfare three beta reaction. Um I was able to play it. Uh Buff got some more time with it. So I wanna talk about it. Man, I have I have a whole bunch of mixed feelings about it. Yeah, what I go, I want you to go first because you know I gave my opinions last week, and you're you played a lot of you more search. You're the search guy, which I think you look at things. Yeah, I think I so. really. It's hard for me to form an opinion like with my play style and what I play. Um, so I, I think you look at things. You you usually bring up like criticisms, then I look at it. I'm like, yeah, hundred percent right. Um, yeah. That's that's the caveat here. Uh, my favorite thing to do is play search and destroy. So that that brings up a whole different set of balancing issues. That brings up a whole different set of technical issues that I that I see that I look at. Uh, and uh, to kind of to kind of preface the conversation, if you think about it, like if you're if you're uh, playing like hard point or something, you know, and you're going to get like thirty some kills and like fifteen deaths or something like that in a normal match. It's like you're going to have like a couple netcode issues or something and you're just going to respawn like, oh, that sucks. Respawn and go at it again. Well, if you're in like trying to clutch up a 1v3 situation, you get it down to 1v1 and you're in round 11 and you have uh, like no hit reg and your, your game lags out and bullets don't count and you get ghost hit markers, <laughs> that shit sticks with you. So yeah. So so playing, playing a mode like search and destroy, you get... Those those things stick out a little bit more because the gunfights can mean a lot in, in, instead of like a playing right. TDM where it's like, ah, oh, shit, whatever. Um, so I, I do see that. Now, with the game, the time to kill, I think I like it. I like the change. Um, it's a lot slower. Um, I generally like that because I think it makes gunfights a little more unpredictable. Like if you... Mm-hmm. If you get shot from somewhere you don't expect, you have the ability and with the new faster movement coupled with this to get out of the way, try to reposition, turn on somebody and make a play. Um, it's not just like an, I, one of the reasons I don't really like hardcore very much is because whoever sees the other person first is going to win. Um, like that's just yeah. it. Um, so I, I, I like that. I think this goes a little bit too far um, in the direction of movement, though, because not because of the movement itself. 
I am for search and destroy in particular. I don't think it matters. I think it's probably a good thing for for respawn game modes, but the sneakers are so OP. Um, I was seeing some search. debates on that on Twitter. Yeah, the the the, the stealth sneakers, and, and apparently what I'm hearing is that Bone Conductor headset does not counter it. You still it does can't not. Hear it. So that's definitely going going to have to be fixed, and I think it will be fixed. And because the Bone the Bone Conductor, you should be able to hear something, right? You just can't have no sound people running around it's because it was the dead silence field upgrade but just all the time so like if yeah on search when i would take off it feels like your game audio is broken because i'm sprinting mm. and i hear nothing yeah like it's just dead dead quiet and so why that's a big deal in search to me and why i'm probably going to get ridiculed oh you're just an old boomer you're a sentinel that likes to camp and shit it's like no Think about this. So I'm going to try to really going to try to formulate my opinion because I have like a lot to say, but it's going to be hard to say it. That makes sense. Um, in search and destroy, you have so many advantages. If you move, you have, you have like peakers advantage. You have in, like that is just inherent of people's reflexes uh, of uh, net code and ping. Uh, you have a lot of advantages that way. And if there is no penalty to moving, it makes everything unpredictable and crazy. And to me, the kills where you use tactics and positioning and kind of predict what the other team are going to do is so much more satisfying to me. I can play either way. You can sit here and talk shit in the comments and say, skill issue, you're just old. No, I was running around with sneakers, taking flank routes, getting behind teams and, and killing over half the team just because I a lot of people weren't to that level yet. They weren't to level 30. So I had the sneakers and I could just, I could do that. I could play either way. It's, it's not a skill issue. I can do either way, but it's more satisfying to me to think about what you're doing. Like I want to move. I want this position. Do I think someone's going to be here? Well, I'm going to move. I'm going to have to move quietly, or I don't think anyone's here. I can go ahead and make some noise and get to the position I want to, because I think they're going to come from this way. That play style is so much more satisfying to master because it's human versus human. I'm trying to outsmart you. I'm thinking about all these things where by the time I was done playing the beta and I had those sneakers, I was just running like, cause that's the strongest way to play. I was just running, getting behind people. I could hear people before I got to them. Like it just, it just was really lame um, to, to have them that strong. If they're going to be yeah. that strong or close to that strong, uh, there needs to be some big, big, uh, things that you lose um maybe like you shouldn't be able to have ghosts where you can maybe counter it with everyone trying to earn you abs or, right. or something like that it needs to have like a, like a bigger trade-off it just and and like i said like promoting that kind of play style in respawn modes isn't a big deal to me like that's fine but in a mode where um a big part of the gameplay enjoyment for me is like readability uh tactics uh -huh. communications and like trying to guess what the other team's going to do and outposition the other team having people just randomly float around the map really just kind of kills that for me um and and i i don't i don't want people to think that i just like to camp and hear people running and, and it's just it's like super sound or i'm not saying that at all i like the depth of gameplay yeah. when you have to think about do i want to make noise do i not do i like i just think it's a deeper more or uh, does somebody have a counter that is going to hear me even though i have the ghost the, the like stealth boots or whatever you know if, if there's no counter but i agree and it, like, i saw a lot of that on twitter i know geeky pastimes posted something about it 
and like his comments were just getting like ripped apart like oh you're just a sound you just want to sit in corners and be a sound whore like you're a bot blah 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 it's just like people forget i mean i i'm all for it like you said for for respawn modes whatever but snd and and um those one life modes especially warzone i mean people need to go back and look at the issues all the top creators were pissed that yeah. Dead Silence was in Warzone. This Everybody was shitting all over it for months and months and months until they nerfed it. So, you know, people are just sucking on the Activision teat right now. And that's fun if you're playing 6v6. You get into a competitive mode like Search, Warzone, and you get killed by someone you can't friggin' hear. And you're going to be, you're, no one's going to be happy about it. So people that are, are, saying sound horse shit you know just wait till you get just annihilated by it and then you're going to be crying like a little girl so it's just ridiculous to see this this crap going around on x i i am uh x <laughs> uh i'm super glad you brought that up because i wasn't even thinking about it from warzone and i remember that footsteps in verdansk and warzone one were such a big deal and people were so pissed you couldn't hear footsteps you couldn't hear yeah. footsteps coming up to your building and stuff like that and now All it's just like creators. You had Dr. Disrespect, Zlander, Nick Merck, Swag. Everybody was shitting all over it. And now they released a trailer showing that that silence is back. And everyone, everyone who's like, well, you know, I hope there's some sort of counter. We can hear, you know, something. And everyone's like, yo, you're a, you're a sound horror bot. It's just, yeah, shows the, just how dumb people are. Yeah. And I mean, you can, uh, you can't really call skill issue on me if you would have watched the stream last night because I was just shitting on everybody because they couldn't hear yeah. me. Like, I can play that way. I can. I just don't enjoy it as much as uh, using my brain a little bit. Um, yeah. And, and when someone gets killed like that, like the people that are supporting that and, and saying, you know, calling people sound whores and bots, blah, blah, blah. I, like, I'm, I just want, I want the live feed of them just getting killed by it in Warzone or something, losing a game to that, and then see how, oh, man, I'm so glad it's in the game. What a great, great play, guy. Great play, man. Like, just ridiculous. Just yeah. people live in a different reality. It's and that's and that's the thing is I, I would even go so far as to say that people that want, like, dead silence and stuff constantly in search don't know how to play the game, and, and they just want to be <laughs> able to run around and play it like TDM and, and stuff like that. So... And, yeah, it, and it, it makes that it makes that an actual meta. So we'll, we'll see. And this is one of the things that's always frustrated me. And like to to take like a bird's eye view of FPS gaming, why Search and Destroy will never reach its full potential, mm -hmm. and why that game will never reach its full potential is because it needs to be pulled out and separately balanced to reach its full potential. Um, and and to 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 make all those layers and different play styles in that that richness of tactics that that game mode could have to be able to let those flourish. It's like, it has to be removed and it, it won't ever be, they don't need to. Um, and it's just kind of a shame because honestly, uh, a ranked call of duty search and destroy that's balanced for that with some of the cheese removed, some of the things tuned for that gameplay style would be my dream game. Like a, a rainbow six. That's, yeah. that's a little bit more accessible and not as super crazy in depth. Would be my dream game, and they'll it'll never it'll probably never happen. But well, this is the same discussion we had before Modern Warfare Two. Remember, we were like, you know, you you were looking forward to search. I was really pumped for DMZ, and we were like, man, I hope they can make those separate from the core game features, as far as like you know, footsteps, limited HUD, things like that that we discussed. 
and I agree. It's just that those modes aren't going to reach their full potential unless they they pivot a little bit off the main road and and make those necessary changes to allow that mode to thrive. They haven't done it yet, and I, you know, I don't know why. I don't know what the answer is. You know, the, the remake. You get a new caught every year. That's probably why, unfortunately. But I think to your point, like having a separate separate version of search that's in DMZ and even with Warzone, if they if they could separate those from the, the gameplay mechanics and features slightly, balance those modes from the core multiplayer, and that'd be better. Yeah. And I and I just don't think they have to. You can't afford her. That's a that's a really good point. There is a default loadout with the with the dead silent sneakers and go, so you don't have to you don't have to level it up. So a lot of people can run it, but and, and yeah, it, it was weird. It's like yeah, people just floating around the map. And I just have gotten used to playing Warzone and DMZ to use sound as one of the things that I think yeah. about, whether it's stopping and listening mm-hmm. or if it's, you know, thinking about, hey, do I need to make noise? Do I want to make noise right now? Or do I need to move a little bit slower because someone can be close to me? Rather than now, it's just right. like a free-for-all. Anybody can be anywhere. Anybody can be moving fast. Anybody can be sitting anywhere, and there's no readability to it. Just the lack of readability is what's frustrating to me because that's my favorite part. I get so much more satisfaction out of outsmarting someone mm-hmm. than I do just floating around behind the team and shooting them in the back. The um, other thing is, like, because those are sneakers, right? It's just permanent. You're not activating it. You're not activating it, so you're just it's just like a, like an old-school perk. You're just permanently no, you're always silence. Yeah, you're always okay. floating. You just and floating. then you said you couldn't hear yourself. Did you try? I know you trying the bone conductor doesn't doesn't counter it, but can you hear yourself with the bone conductor at all, or no? It's just completely nothing. Nothing. I had the bone that's, conductor on the whole time, and now that's, that's trippy. That's it. Really feels trippy. like your audio is broken. You're like, did my did my headset cut out? And then it's like, <laughs> oh no. Then you see somebody or something, but like the first half, like running across the map, it's just nothing. Absolutely nothing. That's, you can't hear it. Yeah, dude, that's gonna that's definitely going to get a fix after launch. Look before Warzone or give it like a month and they're gonna they're because they're advertising it, so they're not gonna touch it until after the game and after they have their purchases and then they're gonna they're gonna make some adjustments to it for sure. Because especially like search is one thing, but let's be honest, Call of Duty now is is the main is Warzone, and then when that stuff starts happening in search, people are going to be very upset, right? But when it starts happening in Warzone to these larger creators than you and I, who are literally playing this stuff twenty four seven on streams, and they're just getting killed from no audio, they're going to change it hundred percent. I I bet people are going to get mad, and I I'd totally forgotten about that, like how mad people were that footsteps were too quiet in Warzone. Yeah, it's funny how quick people forget about that because it was like a couple month thing where everybody was bitching about it. Videos on Twitter, everyone was was talking about. It. That's crazy, but so so anyway that that's the dead silent sneakers that are wild. And then yeah. as far as the rest of it goes, um, it's just a little bit sad that it's pretty much the exact same visually as the old game i know sometimes cods have like visual upgrades and those are kind of fun like when they Mm -hmm. do that to me it looks exactly the same it's like the same exact engine and everything like that and along with that is dude i thought the net code was dog shit so bad so bad the net code desync and like the lag like you couldn't play ground war without all of a sudden going to like a two frame per second game most of the time so it was that's what's frustrating it's like I like the game, but 
I can't sit here and tell you, give you like, a, I'm not going to sit here and pretend I, I can review the game because majority of the time that code desync is insane and it's just laggy as hell. And I ran into a stupid amount of cheaters. So <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's hard I to give a review given, given the state of all that. You know? I did see that on, uh, on Twitter. I don't remember who said it or what. Or I have I don't know how cheat websites work or something, but I saw somebody posted a screenshot of a cheat website that said we're here for the Modern Warfare Three beta. beta, try them yeah. for free during the beta to yep. see if you like our cheats. So like yeah, anybody could tough. like run them for free. Um, Dude, and that's the thing is I think there's a lot of people running walls for sure. I did see some I did run into some hard 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 aimbotters that are that are just locking on snapping on people, but definitely some definitely some odd cases of walls i think you're seeing a lot and i think people are good try, good at trying to hide it these days but also they need to make it way more obvious when there's an enemy uav up like remember back in the day like the enemy calling card would pop up so and so called in a uav and it's on your screen right now i noticed that because i was i was just an hour playing last night and just let's trying to figure it out and the only, it, it's just an audio cue just enemy uav it's just an audio there's no nothing visual on the screen and you're not typically with all the combat going on, you're not hearing that. So yeah. I'm dying. I'm like, that dude's the biggest cheater in the world, or they had a UAV. I don't know because it doesn't tell me when there's a UAV up. That's clear. It, that know? was that was happening in search. I was like, how the hell did that guy know? And then like somebody on my team would be like, they had a UAV up, and I'm like, oh shit, yeah. like, I didn't even know. Yeah, I, I never, never do I know if they have a UAV. That needs to be fixed asap because I have no idea. Yep, that makes sense. Um. But yeah, the netcode was so bad, and I, 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 I would all, I could be convinced that the netcode in Modern Warfare Two is just as bad. We just didn't notice it because the time to kill was overall shorter. So like, yeah, if, if you I miss agree. a bullet or two, it's not a huge deal. But in this, if like some bullets didn't count, it was really inconsistent. I feel like the time to death did not match the time to kill. Like if you died, it felt really fast, and if mm. you killed somebody, most of the time it felt like it took a really long time. I but noticed that. Yeah, I noticed that. I noticed that got worse. So, like last weekend, day one and two of the beta, I didn't run into that. And then when it opened up for all PlayStation, I started seeing a little bit. And then definitely this weekend, there's some good games. And then there's, I think, with a lot of the netcode and desync things like that, I saw that a lot. Like you know, you'll you'll be shooting people and getting hit markers like crazy, and then you'll die instantly. And you know the kill cam doesn't match up to what you see at all, so they really gotta gotta fix that. I mean, service stability for a beta, sure, you could chalk it up to that, but they definitely gotta they gotta get that stuff under control when the game launches because that's gonna that's gonna get old quick. Yeah, I mean, you can say it's technically a beta, but a lot of that stuff for me, I notice in search in Modern Warfare Two, and for here, I just think it's exacerbated by the fact that you have. Um, such a long time to kill. You really mm -hmm. see those netcode issues, and yeah. part of me thinks that they're not going to fix it because they don't have to, because they're still going to make a whole bunch of money. They're still going to make a whole bunch of money on skins. People are still going to yeah. play it. There's not that much of an alternative out there. Mm -hmm. And right. and it, th there was a lot of netcode issues with uh with Modern Warfare Two that never got fixed. So, and I think that's that's why I'm. Definitely going to be maining Warzone a lot because, like, with the armor system, you know, I think that's that's something that's going to at least give it a little bit of a buffer. So it's going to really increase the time to kill, slow it down. But yeah, I mean, I, 
it it does feel super off. And I know last week I was talking about that Bren too, the the Bren DMR, and it, like a lot of that was desync. So it's it's really hard to say like what's overpowered, what's not, given the netcode issues right now. Yeah, and I, I wonder what the um, the tick rate was for those ground war servers. It had to be so low, like the tick rate, like it with everything going yeah, on and yeah. stuff. It the 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 servers for ground war felt terrible, so bad. So bad yeah, and, and you were getting dev errors a lot too. But yeah, I mean, I don't know if you ran into it when you were playing ground war. Were you getting like the some like most of the games I played, especially last night, were just like you're running maybe less than 10 frames per second just like everything's just like skipping like you're playing like a 1980s like pong game or something on the original consoles you know it was just so and it didn't correct itself it just kept going and i was you know and my i was talking to people on my team like yeah it's happening with us too it's not just you so it was weird man i don't know i don't know what's up with that i only noticed that in ground more though so i don't know yeah it was in uh a lot of them and then uh my buddy ham uh, he had a terrible memory leak. Um, and, and I know people are like, well, guys, it's just a beta. I'm like, dude, it's active and it's called you. The game releases in like three weeks. So don't, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's not gonna go. It's, <laughs> this is pretty basically what you're getting right here. Like it technically is a beta, but what call of duty does, this is more of a play test demo for advertising and to get people yeah, to pre-order. So that's why we're being a little harder on it than it would be if it was like an indie beta. Um, but he had a memory leak to where he would have to probably restart his game probably every three matches. And it was so annoying on PC. Wow. I don't know how you launched it on console, but on PC, you had to open up Bnet, You had to open up Modern Warfare 2. And then you had to launch the beta from inside Modern Warfare 2, wait for Modern Warfare 2 to close, and then open the number and open the beta. So like, wow. So you had to launch MW2 to launch the beta, <laughs> wait for MW2 to close, and then the beta to launch. Jeez. And so he was having to do that like every three games, and it's like, let's just go play Siege. Um, because yeah, we figured him out. But what would happen 15 is minutes when you get here, <laughs> it, would be, it would be interesting to see if anybody else had this problem. But as the matches would go on, stuff would start disappearing, like his hand models would be gone, and the gun would be floating. Really? Oh, and then, my God. And then by like the third game, the gun would disappear, and then he would get <laughs> locked out at the scoreboard. And all then right. he would he would like control alt delete, and his RAM usage he has 32 all gigs right. of RAM, his RAM usage would be pegged. Wow. from the game and then have to kill that's it wild. and start again so it 100 had a memory leak for him well that's great um but yeah i don't know man it, it'll probably be all right um i'll get some use out of it how, how i see it going for me is towards the end of modern warfare 2 i was actually playing mostly S D and then a mm -hmm. little bit of rainbow six i think yeah. this game is probably going to switch that for me um where i'm going to play mostly rainbow six again and a little bit of S and D. Yeah, um, things things could change when Rebirth Island comes back. I have a lot of good memories on there, even some really good memories with you on there. Um, yeah. So I I can see me going to play that when that uh, launches next year. Um, but I'm really going to keep a close eye on uh, what they do with those sneakers, and then mm -hmm. it it will be cool for me. Um, I did notice playing on those old maps that I never played on. Um, there's a lot more intricacies to them. Uh, than some of the more recent ones. So that's going to be something fun to learn for playing Search. Um, yeah, definitely. I, and personally, like, I'm really just looking for, I mean, I do want to, I do want to get into some Search for sure this time around um, with a good group, but I'm really just looking forward to Warzone, which is 
you know, people are asking me like, should we pre-order? Should we pre-order? It's like, are you are you going to play the multiplayer, or are you just trying to wait for Warzone? Because if you're just waiting for Warzone, just level up your guns and plunder, and you know, wait the extra month and don't spend the money because it's going to be free to play. Because multiplayer is cool. I'll get use out of it, level up guns, blah blah blah. But you know, with no DMZ, I'm just going to be full on balls to the wall with Warzone. That's what. And unfortunately, like you know, with the, with being the Great, greater that I am, I need you know I need to have the game to do content. So, right. So, but yeah, I mean, if I weren't a content creator, um, I'd probably just be waiting for Warzone, just because that's I, where I'd be getting all my all. That's all I'll be playing most likely. I kind of think. I kind of think the. Uh, oh, what was I going to say? I totally lost it. Oh, the the Warzone. <laughs> sorry, that that never happens to me. That's the first time ever uh, I've lost my train uh, of thought. Crazy. Oh. Um, the, the Warzone map looks pretty good, huh? Like, cause that's, that's what the ground war maps are based off of. I, I think, yeah, I know yeah. Iron was really looking forward to it. Like it looked good. He thought. Yeah. I think it looks awesome. And I, like, we kind of talked about this in our COD next, uh, breakdown is like, it looks, you know, it, it looks more like Verdansk as far as like more of a dense urban area. You know, the, you have the open areas like we see with some of these ground war maps, but the dense like urban building, building fighting that you had in Verdansk is going to be there also. So that's, that's what I think. That's a really good mix for Warzone, like having the dense urban uh, combat and then having the areas that are more open. Like you look at Popov Power Plant, like that's a fairly open map with a lot of sniping lanes. But then you look at the COD Next gameplay where they're in more of the downtown areas where it's more of the, the urban uh, fighting. And that's really reminiscent of like the downtown in, in Verdansk. So I think that's what made that map so memorable. I mean, granted, wherever the world was, COVID, blah, blah, blah. But like that map was... That map was a good map because it offered such a variety of uh, combat, unlike uh, the maps that followed it for Warzone, just like very open, you know, not 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 nearly as fun for a reason. So yeah, I think I think the new map. That's one of the reasons. Supposed to watching like Zlinger had a had a video coming out called Next where he was like sniping and stuff too, um, and I was pumped, man. I, I watched that. I was like, yeah, with no DMZ, I am going to just no life Warzone probably. That makes sense. Um. Yeah, pretty pretty mixed on my opinions of the beta. Um, yeah, it's difficult to really. I mean, I, I'm having, I like it, but I mean, like what you said, you know, the the desync network, it's hard to. It was like some points last night, it was just like unplayable, and I was getting frustrated. I'm like, I might as well just go play DMZ or something because like I can't even play Ground War right now. Yeah, we we started uh, my Twitch stream last night, Twitch.tv slash Crash Eight. Um, we, <laughs> we started, we started my Twitch stream last night, uh, playing search where I was going to play for a little while or for like a couple hours and then switch yeah. to siege. We only lasted about an hour. I was like, man, I, I see the potential here. Um, right. the, the longer time to kill made gunfights pretty fun in search, mm -hmm. pretty intense. I liked it a lot. Um, it made sticking together really important, like working together as a team cause to trade out kills and stuff. Um, so I really liked that, but it's just like the net code was killing us, man. And and the memory leaks and stuff that, that Ham was having, like having to wait on it. Not his fault, but having to wait on him to like relaunch the game and uh -huh. have to like launch two games. Cause it would it would do that. It would be like the whole you would you have to launch Modern Warfare 2 in Battle.net, wait for it to fetch online profile, log in, all the networking stuff, and then in that shitty UI, click on the button to launch the MW3 beta. And then that game yeah. would close, and then it would re go through all that shit again. 
Oh, it was like See, that's terrible. wild because like for us on console at least it was just launch Modern Warfare Two and then you get to the main HQ screen and there's the 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 square for the beta and then it will launch into the beta. It still took some time, but I can you know the PC process sounds much more uh, tedious. It took, it took quite a it takes quite a while to launch it when you have to do that like every couple of games. It's oh like, yeah, uh, I'm sure it was like ten plus minutes probably. Because really even on console, like sometimes you launch the beta and it just like sits there and is loading for like I had to restart a couple times because it was like taking five plus minutes and not letting me into the the beta. Um, the other thing I guess I should really say too about my search and destroy experience is um, not all the gadgets were in the game. So right. if you guys watch my stream also, we really like to use cameras and recon drones and play it kind of like Siege where Intel is king, like knowing where the other enemy team is is so strong. None of that stuff was in the game either. So there, I, and there weren't really like claymores and uh, stuff like that. I could really see those gadgets and things being a counter to the silent footstep rusher gameplay. So being able to have Betty's claymores, like trip mine type stuff, and also having cameras uh, to watch your flanks and things like that could be some counters that weren't in the game yet for the silent footsteps, if that makes sense. So there's still- I agree. There could be a counter, right? We just don't know about it yet, right? Could yeah. be there, but also having claymores, right? You're just gonna be like, just a, your claymore goes off, you get a kill, and you don't hear anybody. It's like, oh, cool. Yeah, woohoo. <laughs> gotcha. I'm so good. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. But uh, 16 launch maps, they're new to me. It's going to be cool. All, uh, yeah, I forgot. you never played original MW2. It's, I forgot about that. I forgot you start, You got into the game and, like, later. Yeah. It, it, so it's a, that's the cool thing. Is like It's a completely new experience for you. And, I mean, even for me, you know, I played these maps in 09. Like, yeah, still, it's basically new to me again. <laughs> like, you remember them, but that's a know, long time. Yeah, still, they're still, yeah. but it's crazy because, like you said, the maps are seem more intricate than the new stuff. Like, even um, the main gameplay we're seeing here in the trailer on um, uh, what the heck is the one Skid Row? I think it is what it is. Like, that's a that's a good fun map. Just like the the good the, the old three lane type system, just solid. Like that's that's those um, are good that, maps. So it's good to see them. That that is the other thing. There is a lot of detail in these maps. Yeah. So so I I was impressed by that a little. I mean, it's not impressive from a from like an overall standpoint because they didn't have to design the maps from scratch. But <laughs> um, it was cool to see it finished out maps. They had a lot of artwork on the walls. There was like a lot of yeah. stuff in the corners. Not stuff you're going to get caught on while you're playing, but just like right. the maps felt finished. The uh -huh. art team had time, like I was talking about the Battlefield map, to like really make the details in the map really cool. And they had a devlog showing kind of the, those improvements that they did over the originals, right? So it's not like they just they just one for one did. They, they added a lot of, like you said, intricate detail and more more things that would go kind of unnoticed unless you're doing side by sides. So they definitely, not only did they take them for one for one, they added a lot to them, which I like. I did learn for a, for a, for a stack or for a player that likes to give callouts and have good comms, uh, callouts on favela is an absolute bitch. <laughs> yeah, because I don't know how you do like, that. It's like on, the, on roof. the roof. Okay, <laughs> yeah. there's like 50 of those. Like in the alley, <laughs> all right, there's like 10 of those. Um, like, yeah. yeah. So that yeah, that no one was a challenge. <laughs> that was a challenge. Yeah, definitely. That's 
That's a good point. On the roof, yeah. You just like get on every roof in the game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on the roof. Yeah, cool. Thanks for the intel. <laughs> um, but I no. there's gonna there's always gonna be someone on one of the roofs. <laughs> it's just like which one. Yep. But no, it's it's gonna be interesting. I'm definitely gonna give it some more time when it launches. I already bought it. Yay me. Um, so which I was going to anyway, because I will uh give search a really really good try like a really strong yeah. try um just to see because it takes time right like you have to learn how people are going to play you have to learn what's strong what isn't how to counter certain play styles and there's all that depth to it before i can formulate a really good opinion i'll need to figure all that stuff out so that, that'll take some time but i'm excited to see the maps um i get why some people are turned off by it um because they're they're reused but for me it's going to be cool to check all those out and learn those and uh give it a little bit more time but i really am worried about the sneakers and i'm really worried about the net code and i know one of those things probably isn't going to change um the shit net code is going to wear on me um after a while yeah i i do looking back to the original like modern warfare 2 with these maps like i played a lot of search back then just because of the guys i would play with so i do have a lot of really really good snd memories on these maps so the maps played really well, at least back then. I think with the new movement and everything, like all the additions to the game, it's going to be, have to wait and see. But I do have a lot of really good memories for Search back in the day here with, with these maps. So I, I'm definitely excited to, to jump in. You'll have to do it. Out. I know, I'm going to have to. Come play with us. We have fun. I will. Watch me just go off and just carry everybody. Have I'm like down. a flashback moment for one one glory game and then i'll just go back to being terrible <laughs> well then skill-based matchmaker will be like hey whoa 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 this guy's having too much fun no we can't have that i'm i'm 99.999 i have some sort of permanent shadow ban or something also because if if people who played warzone with me and even dmz and if i'm the lobby host like the lobbies we get are crazy just nuts Oh, yeah. If I'm hosting, it's it's ridiculous. Like, and the people from my community who play with me, they're like, "Dude, we can't play in your lobbies because it's just full of hackers and crazy stuff." So I think while my shit talking on Twitter, finally, like, they they definitely put me in some crazy. Yeah, they're like, just, they're don't, like just don't let me host. <laughs> they're like, good. they're like, talk your shit, buff. Watch this when you go to play. <laughs> it's just hackers. Though. Yeah, it's, my lobbies are not. They're, they're something else. That's Did right. you see uh, what exclusive Ace tweeted about like using the Net Duma? <laughs> And like how it made his experience yeah, better. I, I, I have yeah, one. Yeah. And I gotta get one, dude. I gotta get one because yeah, that's that's wild. Um, yeah. If you have any questions about it, hit me up because they they are awesome, uh, especially for me. Um, where I have kind of shitty country internet, um, it really helps with with lag and ping and getting the right servers to have the best experience. Um, and I think Ace is like, where is he? He's like New Zealand. He's like some. Alaska, New Zealand. I don't know where he is, but yeah, he's somewhere that's like he specifically where he is in his country. He's like in the middle of nowhere, also. So he's just like, you know, I'm always going to have crappy connections, but I should be getting the best connection I can get, which he's been talking about for years. So yeah, I mean, I'm curious now what kind of servers I'm connecting to, also. Yeah, the the Ned Duma R1 from their website really isn't too expensive. Um, and how do I install wall hacks? Oh, uh, that's going to be uh. I don't know. <laughs> Ask Katie. She hacks. I'm just kidding. Uh, Katie's a friend of mine who plays with us all the time, and we, we give her a hard time that she cheats. Oh. In, inside joke. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Now, if you got any questions about the Net Duma, they're, they're sweet. Um, you can set up um, 
like uh, packet prioritization, so it recognizes when you're gaming and it sends those packets ahead of everything else. So if you're gaming and streaming, it makes sure like your your gaming packets have like the best connection. And then the biggest deal is like the geo filter. So you can go into a ping heat map for the game and hit yeah, ping. You're telling me that. That's yeah, awesome, and it shows yeah. you where all the servers are and what your ping is to them. And then you go into the geo filter, you draw a circle around the server that you want and you hit filter and then you search for a game and it won't connect. It won't let you connect until you connect to that server inside that Good. range. Yeah, that's how it should be for so, sure. So basically using that, it takes me from 80, 90 ping to always having 30 ping, um, which is noticeable. Wild. Which is wow, noticeable yeah, for definitely. sure. Definitely. Because every time, oh, and what's funny is you can watch the map and it'll show like a, it'll show like a connection that it uh, turns down. So you'll see it trying to connect me to like the coast, like New York or some something. And I'm in Kansas. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and you'll see it like trying to connect to different places. You're like, nope, nope, nope. Why are you doing <laughs> that? And then it'll connect me to the good server. It's like skill based matchmaking should not ever degrade anyone's true. ping. No, it shouldn't. That's ridiculous. And you can see it like, you know, I was playing with, with Sean here in chat and Justin the past couple of days a little bit on the streams. And you would see when, when it's trying to find a server, you know, it shows like the server ping. And there was, we were getting like super high pings before it finally found something like at a good range. But yeah, it's just wild. It tries to connect you to like 180 ping servers. It's insane. Yep. All right. Well, that's the beta. Anything else to add other than we'll just see when um, the game launches if they improve that stuff. Yeah, no, I think I think we covered it all. I'm definitely just like I'm really looking forward to like all the weapons and stuff. You know, people talking about it being more of a DLC, whatever. Um, personally, me being a modern FPS guy, that's that's what I love. So, you know, this is this is all good for me as far as just more modern weapons. Everything's coming over Modern Warfare too. So I I think. I think it'll be really good in the long in the long run. You know, I'm I'm hopeful. So we'll wait and see what happens. It's promising, we'll wait and see. Keep an eye on it. <laughs> it has potential. We'll keep an eye on it. I yeah, hope they exactly. fix net code and I hope they make changes to the sneakers, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Um Yeah. I also dream scenario. Separate S and D, make it its own ranked, make it its own balance. There you go. They do it with DMZ too. Make me happy. Be sweet. All right, so the last thing I want to talk about, this is pretty brief. Um, I thought we should just put a bow on this um, as we've talked about it, like the whole time we've covered it uh, off and on as the whole long process uh, went on. But that is that Microsoft does now officially own Blizzard and Activision. So I don't know what that means in the near term. Um, in the long term, if you look at it, that means Microsoft now owns on top of everything Bethesda, on top of all its own IPs with Halo and everything, Microsoft now opens Call of Duty, Crash Bandicoot, Guitar Hero, Sekiro, Prototype, Blur, Spyro, Diablo, Warcraft, Overwatch, StarCraft, Vikings, and then Candy Crush, Rebel Riders, Diamond Diaries, and Bubble Witch. So it owns massive stuff with King, Diablo, Warcraft, Overwatch, and Call of Duty is like the big one that concerns most people that would listen to this show. Right. Um, so all that went through... Um, the CMA, which is uh, UK's agency, was the last one to okay it. What they had to do is kind of weird. Um, basically, uh, Ubisoft has the streaming rights to Activision Blizzard games now. Um, and what that means is like the gaming on demand stuff where it's like remotely rendered and you can play it on like your phone or any screen or whatever. 
So it'll be weird and interesting to see what Ubisoft can do with that, but they'll have the ability to to host those games on Ubisoft streaming service. Not something that's ever going to be a thing for first-person shooters, in my opinion, unless some crazy <laughs> new technology comes out. But playing a, sh- a first-person multiplayer shooter on a, like a remote streaming service with the lag and the input delay is like oh, yeah. never going to be a thing. No, um, not, not competitively, that's for sure. Unless they do some kind of crazy ultra-low latency communication technology, which might happen, but um, not in the near future. It's not, it's not really going to be a thing. Yeah. Um, but they did sign interior deals to keep uh, Call of Duty and stuff on PlayStation and keep all the content that they have on Nintendo there and several streaming services also, including um, Ubisoft. So not too much is going to change. I guess the good thing is, and it's a good thing because he seems like a real piece of shit, uh, but the Bobby Kotick guy is going to be gone um, at yeah. the end of the year. So not much longer. He does get a leave with like $400 million, like half a billion dollars in like stocks and, and, uh, and uh, bonuses and stuff. So, that, so that's pretty wild. He's not going to be sad. Uh, but I think cool. a lot of people are going to be happy. He's gone. He's a weird dude. They had some kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, man. I really wish I could just like ignore sexual harassment for years and just walk away with billions. Like, maybe I'll try that at work. Uh, yeah. Ignore it. You know, just <laughs> sexually harass people left and right and just somehow somehow get promoted to CEO and just walk away with billions. Yeah, good like luck. Good, deal. good luck. <laughs> just an absolute delusional, weird little man. Um, They had a, yeah, I saw that deal sure. where they had a all employees conference call and they hired James Corden to interview him. Like that's how big of an ego this guy has. that thinks he needs interviewed by a tonight show host for an internal conference call. It's like, you're a weird <laughs> dude. You're a weird, weird little dude. Um, so it's hey, at least at least they brought in somebody to be funny to to do something there, like an actual comedian. It's unlike Battlefield Five's Trevor Noah, just disaster nightmare. Thing I don't know if there. James Corden's any better. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. At least Trevor Noah just didn't know what he was talking about. It was embarrassing, but yeah, regardless, it's I digress. It's uh, yeah, that he didn't. It's really cringy. Like that's cringe. Like having it is yeah. for an internal call. It's weird. Um, not, not like a market, like you have a captive audience of your employees and you're going to make them listen to you get interviewed by a late night show host. So weird. Um, but yeah, I guess it's good that that guy's going to be gone. I don't know if any, what effect that'll have on the games. I really don't know. Like everybody's wondering about call of duty. I know they mentioned not this year and next year, you're not going to see uh call of duty on game pass yet. Um, mm-hmm. that will be a big deal if, and when that happens. Uh, if if all the Call of Duties go on to Game Pass, Game Pass is going to be really strong uh, and all uh, pretty much worth the price. Uh, if you can get the new COD every year on Game Pass and play all and have access to all the old ones too, yeah, be um, crazy for a subscription. That's going to be that's going to be pretty strong. Um, if that if that does eventually happen, um, but other than that, it remains to be seen, and I, I think it'll be a few years before we see any drastic or meaningful changes with those franchises. I think they're probably going to operate business as usual at least for the next year or two. Uh, yeah, and we're, I mean we're we're never not going to see Call of Duty on PlayStation. I know they signed a two-year deal, but you know I mean, we talked about this before with this merger stuff when it was building is, you know, oh, everyone's saying, you know, worried that Call of Duty won't be on PlayStation. Like if they made it Xbox or, you know, Microsoft exclusive at this point, you're cutting out probably more than half of your player base. Yeah. Microsoft, Activision, 
love money and they're not going to ever do that. So that's not something if, if you guys aren't on Xbox or anything, that's nothing anybody really needs to worry about. Yeah. I don't think you have to worry about having access to call of duty. That's always going to be everywhere. Um, Definitely. they're going to keep their, uh, their player base as large as possible to buy those $30 skins. Yeah. So I don't think anybody has to worry about that. Uh, there, there will be some, uh, there will be some exclusives though. Uh, I feel like uh, Microsoft is going to fight uh, Sony the way that Sony's been fighting and having like Sony's always had those exclusive PlayStations stuff that, that people like. Microsoft's going to work on the same thing. They've already done it with Starfield. Um, yeah. There will be some of that, but Call of Duty is not going to be one of them. Right. Even if, you know, Xbox gets the, the beta, you know, the, the week early beta before PlayStation, it is, it's in the grand scheme of things, it's negligible. Really doesn't mean. And plus, you look at like, the PlayStation exclusive skins that we've gotten for uh, Modern Warfare 19 and Modern Warfare 2, like, they're all horrible, in my opinion. <laughs> it's nothing that I I have ever, like, bought or redeemed, because they're all just goofy. So, I really don't think. And I know, even with Modern Warfare 2019, I think they were, people were, um, Modern Warfare 2019 had, like, the PlayStation exclusive, um, there was that one mode that was exclusive for one year for Modern Warfare 2019 PlayStation players. I forgot what it was. It was that that throwback to it was in Modern Warfare 3, the original one. Um, but everyone was throwing a fit about it, and literally no one like I never played it, and no one ever played it. You never heard anything about it. It was just like the idea that it was a year exclusive, but it was not a mode that anybody oh. played even, even when it came out. I, I can't remember what it was called. All right. It was some kind of uh, special zombie. It was like survival. It was like survival. It was like the survival mode, but you know, there's no zombie. You're just sur- you're survival versus just enemy AI wave. What it was. Yeah. But yeah, no one ever played it. So it, it'd be interesting to see what they do do for like any Xbox ex- exclusive uh, deals for for Call of Duty in the future. But it could be crazy. But I think the other the other pro- the other IPs are probably going to be. Um, you may see more of changes there. I think Call of Duty, as it is, is going to be roughly the same forever. Yeah. As far as what they're doing. I just kind of hope we get away from, like, the exclusivity with, like, the early beta access and, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. It, 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 you know, being on PlayStation, like, I have the benefit of, like, it doesn't matter to me because I get it early, but it is kind of... It's just it's just because Sony paid all that money years ago for those those rights and now that deals... I think that was the last year, majority. wasn't it? This is the last yeah. year for that? Yeah. Yep. Cool. Good. <laughs> All right. I don't think I had much of anything else. Was there anything else you had to add? I don't think so. Oh, I think we covered it. Pretty good show. Cool. Yeah, I think that was a really good show. I I I hope I I kind of want to go back and listen to it to see if I made coherent arguments and and points or not. But then I also kind of don't want to hear myself either. So I was no, rambling. I, I, no, I mean, I, I did some rambling too, but I think the, the point was there with everything. And I thought everything you said made complete sense. I mean, a, a lot of the concerns of the beta, search and destroy. I'll take that. But those are definitely valid concerns that, you know, like we talked about with, with the dead silence. Definitely, people are going to be talking crap about it now, but when you're dying in Warzone or just... In, in the full game to people you can't hear, people are going to change their opinion very quickly. There's, that's something that is going to change. Yep. Cool. Well, I guess that's an episode. Um, we hope uh, Blue and his family is doing okay. I think they're on the mend over there, so everything's all right. We should be back to normal next week. He just 
he just couldn't make it because of the time change. Again, that's on me. I had a work trip. I would miss a week. Uh, didn't want to miss a week. So uh, Buff was able to be flexible. So I appreciate that, Buff. And appreciate everyone for, for being here and being flexible on that. Sorry about that. Next week, we will uh, hopefully return to a normal schedule of Monday evenings. Uh, back, to, back to how it should be. And other than that, I think that's all we had. Uh, super special thank you to everybody uh, being here and everyone downloading it. The The uh, audio version has been growing. Uh, we crossed over 5,000 downloads this week, um, averaging almost 200 downloads per week. So that's super, super awesome. There's almost more people listening to it than watching it now, uh, which is super crazy and I'm super thankful for. So um, all the audio listeners, thank you guys so much. Um, everyone, if you do uh, want to support the show, uh, hang on to your wallets, keep that in your pocket, and just be a friend, uh, tell a friend, and uh, let's keep growing. Thank you guys so much, Buff. Thank you, and we'll Absolutely. see you guys uh, in a little over a week. Take care, guys.